3: What's happening, world? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Yeah, what's cracking? What's going on? Welcome to the Flossy G- G- Radio Show Worldwide. In case y'all don't know, it's your boy, Sugar Ray. Sugar! That's who I am. Sugar Ray Robinson here. I got a numerous topics to talk about, a lot of good things, and I want all the ladies to listen up. This is something I, I need your participation in. I need you guys to call in. Uh, we're talking about relationships. This is Relationship One-on-One. Like I said, my name is Sugar Ray Robinson. The number you can call in is 646-595-3402. Feel free to call in. Um, got a lot of stuff to talk about, and um, it's going to be very deep, you know. I mean, it so happened, I mean, I had a lot of situations that I kind of like annualized and looked at. I'm a single guy. You know, I have no woman. I have relationships before, but I don't have no one. But i seen things that kind of caught my eye, you know what I mean? I mean, I see a lot of relationships to where they look very dysfunctional. They look like there's something but there's something that you can watch. I mean you if you just sit there and just analyze it. And I mean I mean there's ten types of relationships, I believe. I mean there's so many, but I am gonna go down all this. I have a ten type of relationships I wanna talk about. You know, I mean number one I'm gonna talk about the dominate relationship. You know, dominate relationship is where either the man or the woman basically is dominating. They basically get to the point where they have a hard time at work. They come home, they raise their, uh, some Ike Turner shit, all right, Whatever. whatever. Maybe the female might go off into some crazy stuff the way she comes home and she wants everything clean the way she wants. And I talk to guys when they want to go out. They say, well, I got to check in my lady. You know, I mean, it's one of those things, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you could tell the, the uh, who weighs the most on the Libra scale, who, who, who has the most weight to make decisions. And then, you know, number two relationship that I see a lot of, man, is, it's basically goes on a lot of Facebook, and I know you guys are familiar with this. It's the long distance relationship. I mean, the long distance relationship. The, the, the thing about the long distance relationship is this: you guys that get in a long distance relationship, it means you can be anything you want to be. You can make up, you can act, act like you balling, you're not balling. You can be in the one bedroom apartment, you can be in your mom's basement, but that long distance one person don't know that. She thinks you're balling, she thinks you're out of control because she watches your Facebook. And you tell her anything you want to here. And female the same way. She may act like she's so this, so that. And she may get Photoshop booty or Photoshop kitties or whatever. She may not be the real deal. But people fall into the trap because they're not happy with themselves. So we get into that. And then my third, you know, I mean, it's like the trophy relationship, you know, I mean, um it's one of those things, you know, you with the guy because, you know, see, he, he gets he has you know, he looks good. But he has no job. He has this, he don't have nothing. But baby, he looks good. Or uh the dude may get with the female and say, Oh, she's fine as hell. But she may have about four different kids from about four different daddies. But you with it because hey, she got a nice booty. She
4: look good. Man, she's fine.
3: You know what I'm saying? That's a broken relationship. We got a lot of that a lot of different things going on like that, man. And then you got what my fore friends like, the co codependent relationship. I mean, that's kinda of funny too because the codependent is like you're never single, man. You always jump from relationship to relationship. You break up one because you got to be in a relationship. You can't be without one. You know, you get a lot of that shit going on. I mean, I see a lot of people that jump in relationships, and they don't even know who the hell they are because they've been in so many different relationships. They, don't, they just have emotional things, and you wonder why you can't keep up with them because you never took a break. You never missed the shit because you keep jumping into the relationship. I mean, that's very codependent, you know what I mean? And so you've got a lot of going on, and then you've got number five. My want is the holiday relationship. The holiday relationship is one of those things where, you know, you got to come home from to wherever you've been, and you want to bring home to the, somebody to the family because everybody else has a, some, a significant other. So you want to have somebody you can bring to the dinner table and say, hey, this is my so-and-so, you know, I, I pretend or whatever. It's a holiday relationship type thing, so you're basically sharing it. But one thing about it, though, is this. I'm going to have to catch the bag because, you know, I'm a single guy and I know the game. Players, you need to know this. <laughs> this is real. This is from the players. Valentine's Day, when a single woman is single, the players know that. So they come around and they basically come and holler. They come in and say, hey, what's up, baby? And they basically get along with it because, you know, you're vulnerable, you need someone, and you don't have anything going on. So they pray on the fact that, hey, it's Valentine's Day. I'm going to get the booty and do what I can do and hang out. And that's a holiday relationship. That's even just basically just doing things based off holidays. Nothing significant, nothing real. It's just a front, you know. And um, there are so many different relationships, man. We got the status relationship, man. I mean, people, you know, basically giving with people based off status because it makes you look good, you know what I mean. Like, say, if you go to church, the preacher ends up being single. You know, the dresses they have on they them in a turn of the because they find the preacher single. They go, oh, shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's funny, but it's real. You know, and it's, it's just one of those things, man, about these different kinds of relationships. I can go on and on. We got the friends of benefit, you know what I'm saying? That type of stuff goes on. We all know how about friends and benefits because I have been through a lot of that. You know what I mean? Get to the point where you can't be honest with yourself because you know you just love the fuck. it's good. It's good. It's good. But to get to the point, where are we going with this? But you won't honestly say what it is because you just basically go along pretending that you like the person, but it's not about that. It's about the sex. And, you, and people not being honest with themselves So they can't
5: share that, you know
3: what I'm saying So that's like one of those things And then, you know, you guys, my well, man I mean, so many, like the eighth When I wrote down, I was thinking about the sex And, you know, the sex and uh, war relationship You know, you have Who basically, a couple that's together They always have drama and They have sex Then they have drama, they have sex It's a violent relationship, but they just thrive on that We get that a lot You know, I've seen a lot of people with that now, these are some of the things I've dealt with with some of the people I've seen, and I ain't dealing with no sexual and war shit, but I'm just saying, I've seen a lot of people in relationships, and they go through a lot of different things. So, I mean, think about your shit. You know, think about what's going on with you. I mean, they got a situation where they have a resume-only relationship. You know, it's like you look at the fact that, okay, he has a good job, he has a car, he has this, and he has this. Oh, same thing with a female. She has the car, she has this, she has that. But think about it. You get together, you have no chemistry. it's missing there. It's like talking to a. It's like talking to your shadow. It's just not there. It's like wow. But that's you know that works a lot. Sometimes like like think about it, and there's an Eastern in the Eastern countries they do that. They go with the fact that, hey a resume relationship. It works because they go with the fact that hey we got all these intangibles together. Let's just make it work and let's make it happen. So that works and you know. But some it doesn't. Some it don't. For me, I don't fuck with. it. I can't do that shit. But then the my last my, my last one is the pit stop. The pit stop relationship is one of those pit stop things where hey I gotta I gotta get myself together first. We can have a relationship but I gotta get myself together first. You know, like a dude getting out of jail, you know what I'm saying? He a pen pal. He end up being together, he's wanna to get there and he's staying with you while you work and he's basically sitting there and getting himself together. But then when he gets up together he get himself together, he's at the door. He got get got himself together, got more dope, now he's out there selling again. You <laughs> just built that pit stop. So he's going to the next level. That's all it is. But there's so many different rounds of time relationships and I want people to chime in. I want all you women that call me and tell me what's going on with your relationship. Tell me what's good. And I mean, I mean, I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but I'm just saying I've been through a lot of relationships. I've been through a lot of friends that have relationships. A lot of people I say show relationships. A lot of people can't be on the phone certain times. Um, I mean, I see a couple walking down the street. Guys walking, a, they walking their dogs, right? You know, the little is walking a small dog, and the ladies walking the big dog. But the guys walking behind her, she's leading the pack. And I'm thinking, like, hey, that's kind of hot. So, give me a call. Let me know what you think. Six four six five nine five thirty four zero two. It's Sugar Ray Robinson. Please give me a call and let me know what's going on. Nails, give me some music, baby. Give me some music, man. I need to get some the, some 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 smooth background music. Give me something going like that, you know. I wanna give a That's shout so out to my man, uh, Andre Taylor right quick, man. Taylor management, new you he doing his thing out there at Fly World. Also I wanna give a uh, shout out to a man, New You Technologies in Texas. You know. for ladies, feel free to give me a call. You know, sugar don't bite, you know what I'm saying? Sugar's real nice, sugar's real sweet. But, in time, don't get it twisted. But tell me what you think, you know what I'm saying? We got any ladies out there, don't be shy. Guys, you can call in too. You know what I mean? But we got a whole host of topics, the Fawzi Jesus Show. It's all fun. And I'll get back to you guys in a minute. I these messages, alright? Welcome back to the Flossy Jesus Show. With your host, Sugar Ray, fucking fresh in the flesh, baby. What's happening? How y'all doing out there? You know, we're talking relationships one-on-one, and I want you guys to call in. I want a big participation from the ladies. I mean, I went down a whole list. I kind of bum-rushed, went through a whole list of topics about different types of relationships. But the thing about it is, though, is I want to have your input. I want to find out what ladies, what y'all want. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're having a hard time trying to figure out Women, and it's that's one of the things I probably never, ever, ever figure out. It's a, it's a hard thing. But I, w- I need your input, you know. I want to know what it is. I want to know what the deal is. Because me, I don't, I mean, I don't, I, the pacification of men is big. I see a lot of men who are basically not being men. They're being suckers. They're being socks, you know. And then the women basically run things. There's nothing wrong with a woman. You know, showing her, bringing her, weight on her ways, doing things. But don't be a mouse in your fucking house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel like a man should be able to have a say and, and and basically put down what he feels and what he thinks. You know, he should be he should be he should be the guy who has decisions over over everything. And the funny thing about it is. Maybe he's in a functional relationship, I don't know, 'cause I I know a lot of men who basically don't bring the money and everything's based off that so the women make the most money and they control everything and they want to run things and they make all the decisions. And the guys are just sitting there. If I was a guy, hey, get out of that man, because if you don't if you never if you're in it in a situation where you never had a situation of controlling or making more money and anything like that, You'll end up doing a ladder forever You're going to always be at the bottom And the woman's going to run things, run things, run things And like I said, there's nothing wrong with women running things But at the same time, if you're going to have a relationship I I believe personally, me personally I believe it should be more like a 60-40 Damn, I said it, 60-40 I feel like the man should be able to have 50-40 60% of the weight in the house And the woman have 40 I'm not being a male show for this but I'm just saying <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting it out there, you know And I, I mean, just what do you think? I mean, give me a call I could be wrong, I hate the guy who do all this shit But that's why I'm not so single right now, you know Because I got an idea of thinking the way I want to think, you know I mean, I feel the way I feel But, uh I'm looking for any of the come check sugar ray come check me baby come on tell me what's on your mind tell me what's going on what's going on and how you do your household you know uh it's not about dominating i mean i don't like dominating relationships that's one of the first things i said A dominating relationships i don't want nobody controlling or running you know, no dominant. We ain't got no Ike Turner in this motherfucker where you slapping the bitch around and say, hey, you the fuck I say. Don't go no fucking way, well, okay? you go somewhere, I'll whoop your ass. No, we don't want that type of shit. Oh, we don't want no flip side where the woman's telling him what to wear and he can't go nowhere. You can't go with your friends. No, you can't go nowhere. You're just basically the oldest boy old, old in the house. You're older than the kids, but you're like the your oldest child. You're around and getting ready. We don't want that, you know what I'm saying? So, what I'm trying to say is, though, I feel like... In order to make, in order to be able to have a strong relationship, and if that's your man, then you should make your man feel like he's your man. In other words, it's a king and queen situation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, queens, they are queens, and they have to be respected, and they will be protected, and they have to be uh, lady first, and and and, and taken out, and, tra- and treated well. Are of all respect? But a king, at the same time, should not have no conflict from anybody in his household. When he comes home or whatever he's doing, he's the king of the house because the thing about it, he don't want to have battles outside the uh, in the workplace and, and life and stuff and then come home and then be fighting with his woman. I mean, this, this shit, he'll fucking around and be dead by 35. Be something like that. <laughs> I mean, that's just real talk, so I mean, I'm just saying, I want to know what you women think, so please give me a call call, uh, nails if anybody calls in, just bring them in, I mean, I don't, I don't care, Does Anybody anybody come in and just talk to me, and let me know what you feel,
4: because oh, we're going to do it, we're going to do it for you, you know what I mean, you're doing great, I mean, you, that's, that's good stuff, and you know, we know how we feel, but you know, ladies, you know, don't be afraid, we don't bite, come on in and. Tell us what you think, because it's your night tonight, for real. Go ahead, Sugar Rick. Yeah, let me ask you something. Let me ask you
2: something,
3: you know. you, You're in a relationship, right? Yes, you're, sir. How long have you been married? Uh, been in a relationship? I don't know if you're married. How long have you been in your relationship?
4: Been in a relationship and married 29 years this last Sunday. Wow. 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 A lot of, it's a lot of give and take, my brother. It's a lot of give and take. Some days you win. Some days you, you lose, but you know what I'm saying she knows that I'm, the, I'm 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 the president, but she does a good job of being in Congress. It goes hand in hand. You know what I'm saying you got to give some and take some, but that's how relationships are. You know what I'm saying you okay, you don't okay. want to, you don't want the Ike Turner, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying you like you said you don't want to be running around here uh, looking like a chihuahua either because you know women right 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 and, right. and, and, and cause, they respect that they need strength.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's
3: important, man, because you you have to have – I just feel like that, man, that that's, that's a, a, a basic rule of understanding. I mean, I, I don't know if you heard, I went through a whole list of uh, different type of relationships. And, I mean, a whole list. And there's so many, man. I mean, the, number one is the dominate relationship because, you know, the dominate relationship, man, is where – I mean, it's crazy, man, because you have somebody who basically runs everything. You can't even go to the goddamn uh, mailbox and get some mail out the mail
2: like get your ass kicked.
3: You know, it's like, yeah. geez, You know, it's like, whoa. You know, I mean, she can't, I mean and I'm serious. It's, it's, and then you got men who just come home from getting his butt kicked at work all day, and he feel like he want to just slap somebody, so he come home and just be pissed off at his wife, man, for... For For the wrong simples or some shit, man I mean, you just get mad, man It's just crazy But we have those, man And that's the thing I find a lot of relationships That don't really necessarily work out well But, uh, I mean There's so many different kinds And I, I went down to one that I was talking about The uh, long distance relationship That was like one of those relationships Where people be on Facebook and they get into relationships, and they get to the point where they act like something they're not, and they really not. But when you and then the people probably never ever meet, but when they right. do meet, they end up being a disappointment. What do you think about that long distance relationship type shit?
4: You know, they are what they are. When I was in the military, I had a relationship with a young lady once, where you know I'm ten thousand miles away. I I saw her when I came home. From boot camp, and by the way, today is the, my 30th anniversary from uh, 32nd anniversary from graduating from boot camp. Went in as a real young dude and went overseas, and you know, one thing you find out about when you go overseas is how relationships work and, and sometimes don't work, but because you know, people are human beings first. And this particular young lady um, told me and warned me that you know. Uh, although it was nice to spend my time after boot camp with her, that it would be difficult to maintain that because I was so far away. And, you know, the, the, the chances that she would be human, you know, because people make mistakes are fallible. You know, things mm-hmm. things would happen. And, you know, she there's not things necessarily that she would be able to control. And, you know, right. try to, you know I mean, it, 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 you can get tested in a whole lot of ways, long-distance relationships because while you're off and maybe trying to do something or accomplish something or have something going on, life still goes on, you know, and, and, and things can happen. If you have a strong, it's good if you're going to have a long-distance relationship that you've known the person for a while because if you're just meeting and then you're right off to college or right off to the military or having to, you know, travel out of town and, and having to stay for an extended amount of time, it can be rough on a relationship. And people on both ends have to be prepared to to, to do that. Know what's going on going in. If you can't handle separation from a long distance, you shouldn't get in.
3: Right. You know, I gotta dig that man because I mean,
2: that's you know
3: I'm, I'm I, you know I'm gonna come out and say it. I, I I done that shit. You know, I tried it And so I, don't, I still ain't met the chick.
2: We, I mean, no. we we met on
3: we met we met. We met on on uh, Facebook and that's another site that I met, a chick on POF. Now chick, now I'm I'm a now, you know what, I'm gonna sit down. I'm a, I'm gonna share some truth. I'm gonna share some real truth. I'm gonna come out and let some let it be known. There's a site called POF. It's called Plenty of Fish. Oh now I met yep, I met this chick. She's from uh, Fiji. That's what right. you know and she you know, we conversate a little bit and this so all happened, I ain't think much but me and my man Tyrone, we went out and we watched uh we went and watched the boxing match somewhere. And I kind of like prior to it, I was talking to the girl from Fiji, just kind of talking, but we never did talk. But that night that we was at the boxing match, watching that boxing fight, she called me up, and she just said, hey, where you at? And I was like, who is this? She said, hey, this is so-and-so. And I said, okay, uh, yeah. I said, I'm at, the, um, I'm at the bar. I'm at the jet, you know. And she said, okay, well, I'm going to come by. I said, oh, okay. So I took my friend Tyrone. And she came in there, man. And the way she came in, she acted like she just knew me and just talking and talking and talking. So I, I just went along with it and just kind of conversated. But I I wasn't really, like, impressed with her, but she kind of liked me a lot. She was into me a lot. So I was kind of, like, going along with it. Well, it so happened, I went over to her house, and we basically messed around and stuff like that. Now, right. everything I love, man, she told me when we when were laying down she told me we just conversated and she told me that she doesn't like black people. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. She said she said she said, she said I, I have you know, I you know, I got a problem with black people. I said, Really? She said, Yeah, I don't like black people. I mean it's just something about them they do. But the thing about it what fucked me up, excuse me, man, it just fucked me up, man, was I'm black. I mean, we I know it's dark as hell, and we get the lights turned down. But the thing is, she said that, and that. But I asked. Her, I said, I just kind of I kind of paused, and I said, Hey, um, did you know I'm black? She said, yeah 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 I know. I said, She you think you don't like black people? She said, But you're kind of different, and, and you know. And, and, and then and the, and the, I'm gonna tell you what I did, man. I just laid back down, and after a while, man, I got the fuck up, put my clothes on, and left that shit, man. I couldn't believe that shit, man. Now that's some real stuff, man, but I'm just saying, man, when you on these sites and you have these long distance relationships and all this stuff, you never know what you're gonna meet, man.
2: So <laughs> the thing
3: it's crazy, man. So right now when I get with a chick and I meet a chick, we have a mind sex, baby. I wanna know I wanna know what I'm getting into. I wanna talk to you, I wanna know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for real. Right. Trust me, man. It's some crazy, 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 crazy shit out on these sites. Right? So, yeah, you that, never that, know that what man, you're
4: going to run into. You got to know them. You're right. You're right. You're right, Dr. You got to know them. You never know. <laughs> you never know, man. But see, me being
3: a single guy that I right now, you know, um, mm-hmm. My big, my the relationship that I'm in right now, you know, I'm dealing with this friend with benefits. I got some friends. Right. And I got benefits. And, you know, it's one of those things. But the thing about it is I keep that too. I keep that okay, key. And I try to be as honest as I can, you know. But I right. want to know if there's anybody else out there in the same boat that's in that. I want to know if you're in something that you're complicated and you don't know how to have it. If you have anything in the relationship, please call in. Please call in 646-595-3402. Lady, yes, lady. Oh, yeah. You probably sitting there watching TV? You probably got your music mm-hmm. going or whatever. And you probably at the same time listening to this conversation or whatever, and you probably wondering why he ain't called. Well, if you don't, you want to know why he ain't called? Give me a call and I'll tell you why he ain't called. Doctor North, you got another caller on the
4: line from five zero three. Go ahead, Doctor You're
2: you're in touch.
1: What talking about?
2: What's up, Rob? Hi. What's happening? Was oh, good. Was
1: good. Was good. Was good. Was good? good, man. What did y'all folks talk about the first What right, we talking about, man?
3: What we talking about? This is a relationship one on one, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying desperately to read out, reach out to people, man, and talk about relationships. I mean, okay. you know. I mean, I'm just trying to find out what kind of relationship they're in. You know, like what? I mean, are you in?
1: A, are you in a relationship right now? You the only female? I am married been with oh, the same okay. woman now for, uh, shit, how long we been together? Like 13 years.
3: Oh, okay, cool. That was Hold,
4: awesome. on, I mean. hold on, Dr. Norris. I want to finish answering that. Looks like you got a caller coming oh. in from New York. Let's get it. Let's get it.
1: New what York, go ahead and tell what Dr. Up?
4: Norris who you are and what's going on. Oh,
6: there do you What's
2: up, Black Ray?
3: Oh, my man, Sugar Ray. What's poppin', nigga? Yeah, we talking about, man, what we talking about right now, man. We're talking about relationships, man. I'm trying to get the females to call it. I mean, I want to find out about what everybody's getting into. I mean, what, what relationship you're in, what type of relationship you're in. I mean, it's all different kinds. I mean, everybody got some kind of connection or something. You know, so I oh, want to yeah. find out what's going on. I mean, like, Rawhide, you say you 13 years with yours, uh, relationship? And running. Yeah. are Yeah. That's good. I don't, hey, I'll, so, let me ask you guys a question. Black way, what about you? you
6: in a relationship, man? All they show me is in my film. That's about it.
3: Okay, let me, okay, you know what? I'm going to break this down to you real quick, man. I was telling, I don't know if y'all heard the beginning of it, man, but I, there's, there's so many different type of relationships, man. There's, you know, there's so many different kinds. I mean, I admit, the one I'm in, I have friends with benefits. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And I hope I can I, I hope I can meet a female out like there that that's in the same situation. Like I said, baby, if, you, if he ain't calling you, I know why he ain't calling you. You know what I'm saying? Call me. We can talk about it. I can tell you why he ain't calling you. But the thing about it is, what I'm trying to say is, man, is there's so many different relationships, man. I mean, you got uh, one big relationship, man. It's like the dominating relationships where you got people in them relationships, man, but somebody seems to be dominating the other one. You know, I mean dude can't do nothing because he to ask his wife or the wife can't go nowhere because he might act like I turn on some shit. He might freak out or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So, there's so many different kind, man. So, what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to reach out to the ladies, man, to get them a call in, but I think the ladies kind of shout right now. I mean, I know they're listening. They got problems and I know they got relationships and I know they got a happy relationship, but at the same time, I want to find out if it's, who, if it's really happy, tell us about it. Give us some advice. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, because
6: I would I would like to learn as well. You know, I would like to be in one, but you know, so then I, I just had a conversation with people in my group about it. You know, I was like, you can't really blueprint a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, it just got to happen. You got to fill it out and everything else. Like, you can't never blueprint when you blueprint it out. That's when things go wrong because you wind up picking the wrong person and then right. you know not trying to get to know them and things go wrong. So that's how I see yeah. it.
3: That's almost like that status relationship, man. It's like that situation, man, where you based off the fact that he either that status relationship or the fact that he's somebody who just basically got this. He got a nice, this, he got that. He's okay. He he's doing well. He makes me look good and everything like that. You know, it's like when you go to the church. You know, the, everybody finds the preacher single. You know, the dresses don't be no anymore. they're the skirts. Then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, Same, man. Like, I mean, that's real talk, man. I'm mean, just saying, bro. It's like it's like a lot of people out there, man, that uh, that be relationships, man. I mean, I know mean, I want to find out what they hear and what's going on with them. So, yeah. But other than that, man, you know, I, I just I just basically did what I did, man, because I deal with a lot of different crazies There's a lot of ratchetness out there, a lot of ratchet women out there, man, and they have their expectations and they have their demands of what they want. You know what I mean? For so the guy, all you guys that are married, hey, that's great, man. I hope, I hope your situation's strong. But me as a single guy right now. Mm-hmm. It's it's real difficult. I'm a soldier at war out here, man. Trying to figure out what's real. And the thing about it, a lot of females are stuck in their ways of what they want. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have what they want, they'll drop you like it's like it's like it hot. Like hey, whatever. You mm-hmm. know? What's the craziest thing, Greg? Let me ask you a question, Greg. What's the what's the craziest thing you ever dealt with, man, when it came to like trying to try to pop over the shit when you like at a club or anything like that. What's one of the craziest things you can remember? I don't really have any crazy but it's
6: funny how I can say this though, it's funny how you can't really talk to females out on the street anymore. They don't want to stop and talk to you. Even you just saying hi, how you doing to them? They just pretty much keep walking. But if you find them on Facebook or something like that, you have you talk to them they'll actually talk to you back. So that's the biggest change for me as I was seeing it coming up. It was that how kind of the females they you know, they start to change so you gotta follow their lead on how they gotta play it. So that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest change for me right now in the game. Maybe I caught on to it early, but my younger days that's what I find out like yeah, these chicks ain't talking to us no more in the streets like that. Or lessons the atmosphere, party, you know, something gotta happen where y'all can do it. one having a conversation, but other than that, you know, they ain't talking to tell us in the street like that no more. I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah,
3: but you know, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, am I'm, am going gonna put like this here. I, I would like, I challenge any woman out there that's listening. I dare you to call it. I'm serious. I want you to call in because that's a question I got to ask you that I can't ask the gents over here because they I'm bent. Only a female can answer that. But, yeah. But, you know, it's one of those things, man, because I think right now that nowadays it's more easier to get in a relationship on Facebook than it is mm-hmm. to get in a relationship in real life because – I'm going to tell you, man, I have opportunities to, to get with a female, many females that want to talk they want to do this and want to do that. But they are happy to deal with something that they don't really know of, they think they know, but they don't know. Because, like, long-distance relationship, people are caught up into the fact of where you're at and the possibility of being there. You know what I mean? It could be like she might like you because you're from New York. She probably never been to New York. Oh, I, yeah, I, But she want to be with you, but it's more about, opportunity to get into New York <laughs> uh, Say they have a boyfriend in New York Or some shit like that I mean it's just fucking funny man But until these females call in Man I'm going to go to my next topic man I mean females come on now please What's up holler 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 Don't be scared sugar don't bite sugar sweet all night Anyway <laughs>
1: Yeah man I, I wish I, I wish I could help bro but uh, I've definitely been out of the game well, for can, a pretty
6: Can I hear the married side Can I hear the other side <clears> of the world I'm not here to side the world. Yeah. Being married and, you know, being with that same person over and over, like, you know, what's that all about for you? What's your
1: experience? Um, I mean, what's the what's the actual uh topic like uh, you know, things being happy, uh that what what, what
3: there's no limit. there's no it's an open topic. You could you could just say, We wanna know what your relationship what's it like to be married? You've been married for thirteen years. I mean, I never been married. I don't know Black Gray. I don't know he's not married, but at the same
1: time I'm not married. Yeah, I am just saying, let us know. We Sorry. don't know. Well, let me put it like this. Uh I got my wife staring me right in the face right now. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs>
2: What am I what going you, to say? <laughs> we got oh, you oh, know a it, i tell
3: you what. Oh, oh tell you what. Do this. Do it. okay. She's right there. Let me ask you a question. Is that is is the way yeah. she can get on the phone also? I mean, I want to know from both. Uh, no, man.
1: I'm I'm sitting here. Um,
2: Picky man, with the headphones on. Oh,
1: okay. But, but baby, but you want to call, call, call the yeah. show?
3: <laughs>
1: she ain't trying to do that right now. She's holding the baby right now. <laughs> okay. I just want to know. Hey, I just, uh, just
3: want to know.
1: Man, it's it's man, it's work. You know what I'm saying? Just like any type of relationship. It, it's definitely work, but um it, it's really just that commitment that, you know, no matter how hard the times is gonna get, you you'll work through it.
2: Anything. Okay. It it
4: looks like we gotta we gotta we gotta call a, got a caller coming in, sugar ray at nine seven one, nine seven one. Go ahead and, and and uh and uh and talk to uh Dr. Sugar Dr. Ray Robinson Jr. about what's going on.
2: Well, this is Mrs. King. Very much. I'm related to one of the husbands that's inside the show there. And hey, you guys want to know what it's like being married? Right while I'm here to tell you. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful, wonderful when you're married to a man that can be faithful to you, who can be loving to, to you, and be able to take care of you like a man. And he okay. takes care, very care of me. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that's great. That's she, great. Let me ask. That. Okay, that's That's what's up, man. Let me ask you a Well, let me Andy.
1: ask you that, Oh, go ahead.
3: <laughs> go,
1: ahead, go, go ahead. Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ask, ask a
1: question. Yeah, I was going to ask her. Did you guys ever go through hard times or anything like that? And how long y'all been together?
2: We've been together 29 years. Okay. Okay. 29 years. And yes, we've been through our ups and downs and struggles just like any other couple. It ain't been perfect, mm-hmm. but... We worked through it as a strong couple. You know We like, both have made our mistakes, and, you know, we still together.
3: That's good, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know what's so good about it, I'm, I mean, I don't know, but I'm just thinking that right, 29 years, I think right now is almost like smooth sailing right now. Because it's, it's like, I think your hardship probably was you know, probably five years or four years or three years, something like that, but...
2: When you get mm-hmm. twenty
3: nine years, when you had twenty nine years, you you like you on cruise control. You know, it's like, hey, we know how to do this. We good. Mm-hmm. Am I right or wrong? Am I right or
1: wrong? Yeah. Hey, oh no, you're definitely right. Yeah,
2: you yeah, don't want to go yeah, this place else. It's headache, yeah, yeah, man. You <laughs> know, you, you know, that's you're, you're that's,
3: secure, you know what? that's 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 classic, man. I like that man. Even thirteen years, I mean the twenty nine that's great, man. I I like that. I like that man, because the thing about it is I I you know, I haven't even got one in yet, you know what I'm saying? Right now. <laughs> I mean I have relationships <laughs> and stuff like that, but it's such a situation right now, man, that like I told these guys right now, I feel like I'm a soldier at war right now because it's like I talked to a female and I be a very gentle. I mean, to be a real gentleman every time. I, I try to always show respect, be nice, and I don't try to always come out like, "Hey, baby, what's up?" I don't do that. I've done that, but I don't do it no more. But it's like one yeah. of those things, man, to where and when I go to certain areas, certain places, man, and if I want to see a chick, if I speak to her like, say, for instance, I see a chick who's wearing some revealing stuff. I say something to her, but the thing that trips me out is when she doesn't speak. But she wears stuff to grab everybody's attention, but it's like, hmm, why is she acting like that? And it's 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 it's, it's a tough situation, man. So I go through all kinds of different things when I come down trying to talk to females and try now, to deal with them. Now, Chris, how old are you, man? Huh? How
1: so old are you? How old am I? Yes, sir. I'm 47, bro. Oh, yeah Yeah, so you ain't got time for all them games and stuff like that And it's crazy because um, I'm a, you know Growing up, I was always considered An old soul by everybody, you know what I'm saying? So um, but When I when I met uh, the, the woman that I'm currently With now, I was 21 years old But I had already given up On actually trying to find A lasting relationship You know what I'm saying? Because Um I had just I, I I'm one of those people that that uh, needs a companion and, and and needs somebody with them and then uh, being burned so many times I was just like you know what forget it just forget it you know what I'm saying and and then uh, I started getting into the mode of uh, you know I'll just be a dirty dog because I tried being a nice guy and and that didn't really work out too well. Um, But then, you know, it's like the moment I said that, uh, here comes this lady walking into my life and you know what I'm saying, we've been together ever since and and it made it work. Um, So with me, uh, saying that with me, it was the moment that I started looking so hard that I found somebody. You feel me? That's incredible. That's incredible.
4: incredible. Yeah,
3: you know know what though, man? I'm going to tell you this though, man. It's like you know, relationships, I had some relationships, man, you know, and I accomplished a lot of stuff, and, you know, I got a lot of stuff right now. I got I got toys and stuff, man, but it's all to myself now, but that's like I want to share, you know, and it's yeah. kind of difficult, difficult to find anyone, man, but the thing is, I, I don't let nobody know where I live or something like that, man, because last time I done that, man, it really, it really backfired on really me bad, but... Uh,
1: mm-hmm. You know,
3: I mean, it's one of those things, man. It's, women is hard to deal with, and men is hard to deal with also. So,
4: roll with it. Yeah, yeah it's both ways. Yeah. Well, see, I, I got real lucky on this on this deal here. I met her <laughs> the last year that our high school was open. They closed it down. We were trying to get black folks out of the white neighborhood. And uh, I had seen her around the corner a couple of years before, and of course, you know you always notice the clothes that women wear, and, and you know and how they' fitting, but you know I you was one of those kind of cats when I was young, I was kind of on the shy side. So I ended up seeing her at the school, and, 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 uh, and as always, with, with, with people in my life, it starts out as an argument, and then ends up in the, into a what you see right now is you meet some of your back in the days, you met some of your best friends through, through boxing with them or going through difficulty with them. You had to worry about shooting a bike because guns didn't exist. That, at least the young folks back then. And I I meet this lady and we got to talking and stuff and I I kept apologizing to apologize until once I figured out who she was and uh you know, I ended up going over to the house, you know. Mother was southern and stuff, they had this, this great cooking and then coming to find out she cooked just like her, you know what I'm saying? She uh, turned out to be one of these women who, who uh tried to wait on me after I got out of the boot camp and all of a sudden I get back Finally, because we got held over an extra month, and she was gone, and then I went overseas, and by the time I came back, when then, bam, there she was. We started corresponding. Next thing I know, we was together, you know, and the rest is history. Twenty-nine years later, last Sunday, this is a person that's still by you. One thing about being with a woman real long-term and longevity, like she said before, we both had our, our share of hiccups on both ends. But at the end of the day, when you can find someone, who you can really count on, like when I, when I went through my, my throat surgery back in 2008, my throat collapses, and I couldn't talk, I couldn't speak, I couldn't do anything, it was just for simple tonsils, this person was here, you know what I'm saying, helped nurse me back to health, and was and was there for me, a lot of women wouldn't went through what she went through and, and the pace of going through that, and different things, and of course, me just being more human than the average brother, you know what I'm saying, I, I'm not the the easiest person to, to, to live with sometimes, and, and she's just been there through everything. And when you get that kind of comfort, you'll find that no matter what you slip up on and make mistakes on and do, and you still get that same person that's hung through thick and thin no matter what. It, there's something to be said about that. And, and you know, fun out the street is fun out the street. When you finally meet that person that that that, that answers the call, ups and downs and sideways, and that's the person that you're with. That's how you end up with them. If you can get past the first 10 years, you're with them from now on because you'll find that no one else can actually replace what they do. I mean, it's it's not the huge big things, but it's just the simple stuff. Maybe it's old jokes. Maybe it's old songs. Maybe it's just knowing them a long time. I just got fortunate to actually meet somebody in high school and end up being with them all through this whole time. So it's incredible. Yeah, what's
3: up, man? That's good shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So I guess you know we're gonna wrap that up, man. About relationships one on one. I'm glad everybody called in, man. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I learned a lot, man. I just continue dealing with all the ratchets that I deal with. I deal with a lot of ratchet every day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that can't help it, man. And that's why. That's why I. That's why i You know, I got friends with benefits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I was in a relationship, man, and it was a dominate relationship. It was one of her, it was, just, it was my baby mom. She was trying to control everything I make. And I make a paycheck, she wants the money, and she control everything. It was I go to work, and that was it. And it got to the point, man. I could, I could, I just couldn't have that situation, man. So, I done that. I done a long distance relationship, you know what I'm saying? I done a trophy relationship, the man, the where I had, you know, basically. The chick- was with me because, you know, I don't have a job and I don't listen. She said, I look nice. And I was with her because she looked good and she had, like, three other kids. But I was just with her because she had a nice booty. You know what I'm saying? That was a trophy, you know what I mean? And then the coach So so how are you with,
1: uh, how are you with, uh, like, female friends and stuff like that?
3: Female friends, man, right now, I mean, I'm good with that. I got, the thing about female friends is, man, it's like I have a lot of people that I deal with at work and they are female friends But I leave them at work You know what I'm saying And I don't think, mm-hmm. I, don't think I, don't, I don't get it mixed up The females that I deal with Out here that On a regular basis It's It's almost like we had some doing or Something like that You know what I'm saying I don't really Because I got some homies I deal with man But the thing about it I respect them all we cool, like my exes, we mm-hmm. still talk. We still talk my accent, we still come and stay. we still cool. But it's just that um uh, I don't know man, I I it's just I I'm very careful right now, you know what I'm saying? But I don't really get too much crazy, you know what I'm saying? Cause I so like as a female too. I'm asking you if I was single, what would you be looking for into a woman? What is you looking for in a woman? I'm looking for a woman that is I I put it to say I'm not looking for her to have materialistic type stuff. I'm not really sure about that. Though I would like her to, you know, to maintain some type of job or something. Like that, I guess I would say. But woman, that's very, I would say, that's very into me. That's what I mean—a caring person. You know, what I'm saying a person that cares and basically shows interest in what I want to become. And she has goals for herself that she wants to become. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I just I like I like I like a woman who who she has goals and want to achieve, want to do things. And at the same time, she got that she got those qualities. Well, baby, let's go get them together. Let's get it. You know, I, that's what I like. I don't want I don't want no woman who based off a uh, who just want to basically just bring drama and want to sit around and basically. Uh, I guess I would say just. I mean, it just caused problems, man, because I have, I got two kids, you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. So I just want somebody who's based out to be, to be and, and another question is, man, where 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 do you look in this, in this day and age?
3: That's the problem, man. That's a good question. I, I really don't know. People mm. say, people say, people say the church, man, but. You know, I, I I do, but the thing about me, I'm not really. Oh you know, man, it's it's, it's cold blooded, man. I'm, I like them to be that way. I want them to be open minded, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I don't want people to be so close minded, man.
4: Because
3: there's some things about me that I that I like, and things I that I do, that may that may offend her because in the church, you know what I'm saying? And the things I'm talking about, mm-hmm. like marijuana, like I smoke marijuana, not every day, but I do.
2: I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: but I'm just saying,
4: if I find some marijuana, I want to trip out be like, what the hell you doing? You know? well, I, I, I like some of those other relationships you was talking about, because you, you, you was naming off some classics before gentleman joined in where he was talking about, you know, there's some holiday relationships which is which is was very intriguing. I've never quite heard it put that way. Yeah, before, yeah You know, some of those other, other uh, relationships real quick.
3: Uh, what I was saying man was like like the holiday relationship man is a holiday it's like it's like the female or the male mostly of the females do this. They bring Somebody home to a Thanksgiving, to a Thanksgiving family thing or family gathering. They want to have somebody because everybody else in that, everybody else has somebody. so They want to have somebody with them. It's a holiday like right. relationship, basically. It's like they just bring them along and it's, and it's just kind of like somebody who pops them out every occasion. That's
1: and a good one. Yeah. I'm <laughs> serious.
3: You like think he's, he's they were. What about? What about the Valentine's Day one? Well, that's the holy. That's what see that thing about the okay. Now that right there, that's the holy grail for players. Players pop up on Valentine's Day because they know women that they don't have nobody.
2: They're looking for somebody. That's
3: when that's when a Anybody guy like Anybody can be a come, player
2: that day. That's when yeah, a guy like me come with, with a the way. flowers on
3: the on the low. Be real. Be real. with the clothes. I may not be interested in you very much, but you look good at that. You look real good. I've been watching you, And you're lonely. And I'm lonely. So I'm trying to get the opportunity. So I come with you with some flowers and candy, and whatever the next week, you know I'm taking you out, and we are having fun at the night. So that's, that's that situation with players. So a few years back, she would have been really mad, man, because I would have been doing it every year.
2: <laughs> that shit like that. Well. <laughs> So that's not real, man. Not much, but
3: it just looks good. You know that's that, Hey, y'all yeah, wear that. There's, some, there's guys out there like that, man.
2: There's guys out there who yeah.
3: take the holidays, man. They say, okay, she's lonely. You know he what? The Christmas, yeah. the Christmas a, You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm already wearing a suit. It's Easter right. Sunday coming up. I'm gonna take her to church. I'm gonna make <laughs> her feel good. He may be a pimp. But he, she, for the thing about it, because he wears suits all the time, so Easter funny, he might go into church what that make her feel good. But he don't care about the church. He just had a whole time mm-hmm. game on the holiday to get what he want to get. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he said the holiday. Wow. He said, he said that's when the player pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> 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 They've
1: been to church all year long. <laughs> Dang, come you comes know man. It comes around, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And here you come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looks like oh. And then
2: y'all
3: you hey you oh. guys know about the you guys know about the codependent relationship. I I know everybody oh, yeah. knows somebody that has been in relationships. They break up and as soon as they break up about a, a week later, they're in a the whole brand new relationship. They have breaks. It's like they can't be without one. Mm-hmm. They can't even be without the relationship, man. They always they just can't be single. They just cannot be single. <laughs>
2: mhm.
3: I got a brother like that, man. He, he he has no heart, man. He breaks over the chick and gets with another chick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Man. I, yeah,
3: you know, I mean there's a lot of them, man, you know, I mean the long distance, the status relationship, man, I mean Trophy relationship, man. You know, he like I said about the trophy relationship. You know, he don't have no job. You know, the girls. Oh, he don't have no job. He don't did it. He don't. He don't oh, that's okay, baby. He, he smoke his weed, okay, but baby, he he gets a dan in the bed. That's how the females are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Look, dude, yeah, man. I know she got about four or five kids, man. But damn, but she got some good stuff, man. She's fine too, man. You know, but they 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 put up with that. They put up with that because yeah. she looks good. Oh, he looks good. You know, it just. That's what they go with, man But that's a that trophy relationship,
1: man and, uh, Yeah, there's got to be something there there's, uh, Man Who was I talking to uh, about this? I was talking to somebody the other day uh, About the oh. same thing It was one of my homeboys uh, Because, uh, oh, here's, here's what happened um, he, he was uh, talking to this girl And uh, they started They knew each other for about A good two, three weeks And um, she came over to his house one night and uh and um and, and wanted some but he was like, We really don't know each other that well, blah blah blah. It was a white boy. And um and uh and so she left she, she stormed off. And then um the the crazy part about that is uh homie has been through some things where uh, you know, he, he's dealt with uh DUIs and, and uh He's part of AA and stuff like this And um, Her brother got Killed by uh, somebody who um, Was drunk
2: driving
1: Which Which they found this out They found all this out afterwards After uh, you know this whole little Confrontation happened Uh, then they find This out and now you know She busted out crying I could never be With somebody like you and uh, Blah 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 and it's like yeah, there's there's got to be uh, you got to have something there beforehand before you know. I'm saying you you try and get with somebody you 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 got to know who you're dealing with. You know, it, it, it's just way better that way if you know who you're dealing with before you know you get too deep. And a lot of relationships don't get a chance to start like that, unfortunately. You know.
4: Yeah.
2: Should we tap tap tap
4: into one more time? the long-distance relationship. So that's
3: long-distance? Well, the long-distance
4: relationship to me, man,
3: is like it's it's really big on Facebook right now. It's really big. A lot of people have relationships, Hmm. man. But the thing about the long-distance relationship, man, is that people I feel are not really happy with who they are, so they want to make up something on Facebook or probably act like they're doing something, act like they are something that they're not. And you could do anything mm-hmm. on Facebook to show that you're you're distant of that there are some there are some long distance relationships that do work That's another never flip to the game, but I'm just saying as far as Facebook and other things like that, there are a lot of long distance going on like that, and people act out from being something that' not and um long distance relationship works well with if you if you met before you know each other what well, a long distance relationship can work but if you just when people are now meeting people on Facebook. And people have this perception, oh this person lives in L.A., oh this person's at the club, oh this person's at the ball. And he showed, he made take, he made copy pictures or download pictures and put them on Facebook. And he got all kinds of cars and houses and all kinds of stuff like that. And the girl was just flip it out. He calls in, and he just say, oh yeah, I just got to hanging out with, uh, I just hanging out with Dre in the studio. He can say, he can tell you anything, and girl, the girl buy it up. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, the guy can like a female because he could, he could be photoshopping her breasts, photoshopping her butt. And he might be, ooh, she's as hell. But it may not be all that like, like you think it is on, on Facebook. But people are talking about social illusion, man. and thinking that, hey, I'm going to go along with this I'm going to have it. It's out there for real, man, because I have been in a situation to where I had a long distance some kind of relationship. I was coming, coming to with a chick in Arizona. And we talked, we talked a lot. We talked a lot. We talked a lot. I thought we were going to meet. We were going to meet. And I don't even, I still haven't even met the chick <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I to the
2: chick And
3: I, no, I thought the chick, you know, and I like this chick. This chick the chick. The chick looked beautiful on Facebook and everything. But when I talked to her, it seemed like I really know her. But actually, I don't mm-hmm. even know this chick. She said, I'm going to call you at 7 o'clock. That's okay, it's 8 o'clock your time. Whatever, whatever. Because, you know, I was always kind of like, I was different or whatever. But the thing about it is I'll, I'll make it be that way before, and she'll do the same thing for me. So I came mm-hmm. to the thinking, like, damn, how many other people are doing this? And
1: it's yeah, not real. Right. So, so you're saying that, um, do, you, do you think a, a long-distance relationship, that can it be fulfilling?
3: I, I, I think it can be fulfilling, man, if they, if they met. The first If they If they they long distance Because they was In the military Or something like that Or if it so Mm -hmm. happens That They put some time in Then they can It can work But I don't know If it can I don't know How long the distance Is going to be Or how long the time Are are they going to be without But There has to be There has to be A meeting point because if you're not meeting yeah. within, a, if you're not meeting within the like, I would say if you're not meeting
1: within six months, it ain't gonna work. Yeah, uh, at so that six, point you're just pin
3: Yeah, six is stretching it. Six is stretching because you get to, some, for some people it might be a month. Hey, I can't. You gone for a whole month because then people are already creeping, man. But what I'm trying to say is, man, mm-hmm. is that it creates a distrust and dishonesty, but Military, I think they can work. I think uh, if you're making money or whatever, I think they can work. Um,
4: but of I, yeah, course I you gotta to you meet sometime. Yeah. See, it, it all depends. It all depends on who you are, man, and what's going on with your relationship to make it work. I, I I gotta share this one with you. I gotta share this one with you. My sister-in-law gets into a relationship with a guy. Now, granted, he's, he's coming up to Portland from Louisiana. And he, he paints airplanes, you know, the jetliners, you know, because jetliners, you got to have that paint to, to protect the plane with and everything. And she gets in a relationship with the guy, and he, he comes up, and he, she meets him in the club. And she's in this relationship where it's long distance, and everything appears to, to, to be going, okay, Kept kind of favorite T.I. He was really just crazy about him for another reason. He looked like T.I., but it was an age difference of about maybe six, maybe seven years. Uh, uh, she thought initially, but it was actually a lot worse off. I'm gonna find out that the cat is married. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, she's nuts about him. I mean, to the point where he he comes up and stays in the hotel for a couple of weeks at a time for assignments and stuff, and then he goes back home. He's married. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's you know got got a wife and stuff on the phone. Kids are talking to him and. Some spiteful stuff later on After he, she found out The cool skinny about him But it was so bad That, that the guy sits up And um, The whole time she knew him She knew him for a year Coming back and forth And didn't even know what his real name was yeah. Right and then, wow. and, and, then, and, then, and then Yeah and then finds out that the guy You know what I'm saying is Is, is married to another woman so I'm like, well, you know, this is, uh, this is exactly what happens sometimes when you have these relationships where you don't really know who the person is. You, uh, you sit up and you, and you go into your mom's money and you get him a cell, you know what I'm saying, and, and so you can stay in contact with him and communication with him. And all he does is use the cell phone to, uh, you know, to call you but maintains his own phone number See, of course, so he can keep in contact with his family back home. And it was just Run. a mess, messy relationship. If you're going to do some long distance stuff, my advice would be to make sure, like, like uh, you know, Sugar already said earlier, know the person who you're dealing with first. Have having having some time in them with them first. You know what I'm saying? Uh, on, on a or at least a, a, you know six uh, months to a year or whatever. And then if you have to do some long distance stuff for a minute, at least you know that at least you have. A better than seventy-five percent chance of the relationship lasting. If you're just meeting and then go long distance, and there's no when there's where there's no cohesion. There's really not going to be a whole lot of stick to itiveness in it either. So, I mean, it's it is what it is. But long distance relationships are usually the worst.
3: Yeah, you know, you know, I'm gonna tell you something that I find was very interesting, man. I know, I know a guy who. Um, He's a coach. And the thing about it, he's married, and he has a kid and everything like that. And he has, he basically has two ladies. And what I'm saying is, is that those two women know of each other. They had fights. They had all the drama to the point that they are basically tired of fighting that he has already accepted both of, them, and he spent time he spent different times with both of them, and neither one of them asked him about where he's been or what he's doing, or neither or asked anything about the other woman nothing like that. They just put up with it
1: Man.
2: Now, that's <laughs> he them out
3: <laughs> yeah yeah he he tired them out, man to the point I mean the girls are physically fault. Beverly fought, went to court, and all kinds of stuff to the point where uh, neither one of them are going nowhere.
1: Did he have kids with both?
3: No, he had kids with with one of them, and the other one, he doesn't have kids. She stays by herself. She has her own place. But he leaves out, and, you know, he does his thing with her. And I'm quite sure she knows that
2: because
3: he doesn't hide it. And I asked him about it before, man. He he said, "Hey, man, uh, you know." He said he he got to shook his head like he like he really didn't. because every time I see him, he, like he's tired. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> <laughs> <I said>. <laughs> but <laughs> that's the hardest working man in showbiz. He got,
2: Boy, he got to guy. the point, man.
3: He got to the point, man, that he just basically just just doing. He's just going. He's going along with it. Sometimes mm-hmm. he spends night on the place. Sometimes he spend night here. He's just going along with it. But the funny thing about mm-hmm. it is, is that these two women they live here in America but they are two Asian women. Oh. They're two what? They're two Asian women. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they, I don't know if that's an issue. I don't know if that plays because I don't think sisters would go with that shit. I don't, I know that for a fact. Right. A, sister probably, a sister would probably shoot somebody. But I'm just saying, I mean, they fought, and They, they angry, but they, I mean, not, I'm not saying all age women are like that. No, they're not. They want a lot. Of, I know some age women who won't put up that shit either. But what I'm trying to say is, those two. Yeah, they 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 go along with it, man. I mean, dude used to hang out. He don't he he don't have time because he he's busy. <laughs>
4: So this was a this was a great topic, uh, Captain Norris. It really was fabulous.
3: Yeah, most definitely, man. Wait, man. I, well, on to the topic, man, the thing about it, I know I was waiting, hoping, hoping, hoping to get some more females to call in, but I understand the females are a little shy. But you know what? i gonna say this to you all you females. I'm going to let you all know. The number is 646-595-3402. We're going to talk talk about this all week. We're gonna talk about relationships and different things like that. We might even go to the point of talking about I'll wait on that until we get a bunch of females on it. I ain't gonna go there yet. But what I'm trying to say is I want ladies to chime in and I wanna to talk to you. So let's switch the script, man. Let's go to a break, man. Let's play some music and we'll come back and we're gonna talk about let's talk about sports, man. Let's talk about what's going on in sports, man. What y'all
4: think yeah. about
1: well, 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 as your, well oh, your, as your, your, people are
4: there, some it, 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 As your as your as your uh, producer of your show, and uh, you, of course, this is this is a uh, Sugar Ray week this week. Uh, you know, doing this thing, a little a service announcement on the Flossy G Radio Show. You had Norris in all week, hosting this week, and next week we'll have uh, the DJ and, and mix master. Uh, um, you know, what I'm saying Rawhide Pro hosting all of next yeah, yeah. week. So 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 we're we're getting into this thing and we're and we're getting it on and we'll choose some showtime for him to come in probably do this six o'clock deal so he can do it but uh, I'm I'm the producer of the show uh, and like I said it's been terrific having uh, Doctor Norris in tonight you know what I'm saying street pharmacist in tonight to let us know exactly you know what what the skinny is when, when we return we're gonna talk about probably end up talking about uh, or should I say um, you know, uh, Sugar Ray Norris will be discussing um, the uh, situation with Alden Smith and his uh, wild move at uh, the airport yesterday. I guess down at Frisco. And his he, dumb he. said that he had a bomb and, and and gets arrested. Yeah, we're again. gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna find yeah. out why he the bomb. <laughs> yeah, okay, got we're yeah find yeah yeah. We'll probably look that story up real quick you know via uh you can go to c v s sports and we'll be able to to look that up and and do a report and stuff and we'll we'll have that uh Sugar Oil has that out for us also um uh we're going to also talk about how once again it doesn't appear that the miami heat has the moxie to uh to uh the three peters champions they've been blown out tonight by the uh Washington Wizards.
2: Ooh. So uh,
4: when we get so when we get back, we'll have some great sports topics, including Donald Trump wanting to buy the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you know, to keep a team in Buffalo. So when we return after this this short break, I'm gonna oh, uh, uh, drop a couple of songs for uh, Sugar Ray, give him a chance to catch his breath, because uh, I tell you, he's got the got the, the the show burning up with that hot topic on relationships. He'll be doing that all week. Uh, this is the Flossy C.G. Radio Network, and we'll be right back with you shortly.
5: Flossy C.G. Show. There'll be some stuff you're going to see that's going to make it
4: hard to smile
5: in the future. But do whatever you see. Through all the rain and the pain, you've got to keep your sense of humor. you got to be able to smile through all this bullshit. Addicted to fatal Pictures of action Playback in the midst of mashing No fairy tales for this young black male Some see me stranded in this land of hell Jail and crack sales But and hardly think of culture Or the repercussions while busting on backstabbing vultures Selling my soul for material wishes Fast cars and pictures Wishing I live my life a legend of more than lies pictures Watch that kid say yo no Childhood years was spent burying my peers in the cemetery Here's a message to the newborns, waiting to breathe If you believe in you, can't achieve Just look at me, i kiss all lives, though life is hard for cast on Living in the projects, broke with no lights on To all the seas that follow me, protect your essence Born with less, but you still precious, just smell for me now Thoughts slowly on phrases I run, And I can walk through the days that are dust I often wish that I could save everyone But I'm a dreamer Have you ever seen a nigga who was strong in the game, Overlooking his tomorrows and it finally came Look back on childhood for the reason I'm still feeling it. Turning circles in my ninth grade dealing cocaine Too many houses in my local life, surviving strange And a man without a focus like to drive me insane. A ghetto fantasy, hoping it change But when I focus on reality, we broke it in taste Had a dream of living wealthy and making it big Over football, told the cook raw and take it and dig And after all, my mama's thanking God for blessing the child. All my mama got to do now is collecting and Smile Smile Straight shot Bullets be hot They burnin' Inhalin' sherm smoke Leaves you alive to the flames Well, I been smothered By my own pain Strange whispers Cowards conversate So with the distance taking pictures For the feds And desperate hopes They get it us all Give us plenty centuries We my sins Since I ain't at many penitentiaries The best revenge Just fuck friends We military minds Soldiers Bustin' shot blindly Tryin' to find Jehovah To help me Somebody save me. Lost and crazy Curse my baby Maybe now, niggas, feel me now Pitching my pain embrace my words Make the world change still I smell, nigga And now a moment of
2: silence
5: Let us pray And as you journey into outer space May the angels help you lead the way May the prayers that our families make Shut up on your soul to keep it safe, and all the homies that have passed away. They're there to greet you as you pass the gate, and as you head to the tunnel's light. I hope it leads to eternal life. We save a friend for the homie pop.
2: trying
3: to smoke like it ain't no
0: tomorrow. I grab a Swiss or Sweden, use my favorite
7: to. Then I dump the droppings out and then stuff it full of coffee And If you don't know by now, coffee is killer In other words, weed affects God is a pillar Now the buds on the stems are like trees in an orchard Anybody in the room who don't smoke weed is getting tortured by the smoke Niggas choke, niggas coughing, they fart Need to quit it, but they still trying to hit it too hard It's the wicked dream frosted in
0: Oh so sweet Understand about
5: the I see a Side state can look no this to be but I need A big fat To get me lit i prefer to smoke The zigzags, The billies ain't the shit And I done laced it up With the bomb back mallet Anything that you can mix With the spinach I done tried I done damn near die the real things. Straight that. if you see me Blowing out smoke You can bet it, it be. Frosted lead.
0: Oh so So sweet. I man
7: going on I don't see nothing wrong with the little reaper You got the weed I got the drink Nigga just tell me what to beat I'm hot you hot let's try to get higher. Here use my lighter set the ass on fire We blowing like a choir Everybody's in blind Hoping they can get their fingers on it one more time, because there's nothing but the party over here. That's how we do with live music, plenty bitches, cold beer, and oh yeah, so. Make-
0: Yeah, yeah. check this out, man. Oh,
3: man, I love that cut, man. That's what's up, man, you know. Yep, welcome back to the of Jeezy show worldwide. I'm out in Seattle, Washington. Sugar Ray all day. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna, you know that song just played, man, I was just dancing. You know, I kind of lost my breath a little bit, but check this out. I'm going to tell you <laughs> something, man. That marijuana joint is hot, man. It makes me want to get my shout-outs, man. As a matter of fact, let me get my shout-out, man, to Bruce Hardway. Bruce Hallway out there bro, West. You know what I'm saying? That's my, brand. That's my weed shop, man. He does a lot of good things out there at the indoor growing supplies and the hydrophonics hyph- and shit like that. Yes, marijuana is illegal up here in the Northwest. Seattle it is. Washington State it is. It's the Evergreen State. It makes sense, you know what I'm saying? That's why the Seattle Seahawks win the Super Bowl. Denver Broncos, because Colorado's legal also. So everybody get your get your game up, stick the shit up, man. Get your let the legalized weed out. Let everybody get in and have a good time because weed is good for the body. That's a whole different topic. I'm not going to go so into the that. Mind, I the can mind, go in forever, I
2: can go in forever, I can go in forever, man. I don't even want to talk about it, man.
3: I can go in forever, man, because that man be bro. I love it. Well, let's That's get that topic, topic silver, man. a <laughs> Yeah, we're going to touch base on that, man, because I got some marijuana shit for you, man. I mean, some shit for you. You want to talk about growing? You want to talk about smoking? You want to talk about different strains? You want to talk about this and that? We can do it, baby. We got that. <laughs> Let's get down to sports, man. Let's talk about this shit in NFL, man. Let's talk about my man for the 49ers, man, linebacker Alden Smiller. He's a defensive end <laughs> linebacker something like that. He got detained at L.A. Airport, man. and so happened, man, that he um, he allegedly yelled, bomb. You know, I think it was something where way he went in, and I think, um, you know, how they check you and pull you to the side. You get random picked or whatever, and they pull you to the side. And so they check yeah. your stuff, you know, they just look at your stuff. I don't know if the brother got picked up because he's just a big nigga just walking around. They say, oh, no, we're going to check him out. But the thing about it, they pulled him to the side. But the thing about it is, it's so funny, it's so crazy about it, is, The brother would have been okay. He would have been all right. They would have put his stuff in. They would have let him go. But this fool, man, he yelled out, bum.
2: Now, (sighs) that that, that trips everybody. Everybody's like freaking out. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: You know, that's like, that's like, that's almost like the N-word on the airplane and shit. You don't do that shit, man. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, yes, what,
2: what do you guys
3: think about? What, what do y'all think about Allen Smith, man? I mean, is it is it a dumb move or it was just coincidence a different thing,
1: man? That's so not a game. Before. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, bro, it's not a game. I worked at the airport for about two years, man. They they're not playing. They they're not playing. You don't you don't go in there and do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you you want to take your frustrations out. That's not the place to do it. <laughs> you upset with the TSA, <laughs> you wait till you get out of that line. But don't start doing stupid shit. Come on, man. Like, you, you, you got you, you to gotta be way more grown than that. Uh, especially, you know what I'm saying, and, and people wonder about uh, is it going to hurt his career or not or, or whatever. Hell, yeah. How the hell are um, you going to play for a team and you can't go on a flight with them if they ban your ass from taking flights? Yeah, crazy, man. <laughs> you don't play with them, folks. No,
3: you
4: don't play with them, man. Great, what you think, man? Post 9/11, post 9/11, you know it's bad enough you gotta take your damn shoes and socks off just to do stuff so uh-huh. because you know we we're people that offend people worldwide, and now we have to pay the the consequences for a few knuckleheads. Hey, man, look. Some people, all they like, they get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, cook breakfast, and then don't eat. I mean, how how, how, how dumb is that when you sit up and you know what the state of, of things are, you know what's going on. You already face a gun charge that you got off ultra light. You had ultra light pimping in your corner. You got off ultra, ultra light. If, it, if you were milk, you'd be 1%. You got off scot-free on a federal gun charge last year, and the team kept you on there, and the team, you know what I'm saying, you, you know, made it to the playoffs. You know the enormity of your career. You know the enormity of the moment. You're a star. They know who you were. They probably just wanted to basically get you over there, probably just to holler at you because they wasn't used to seeing, you know, you know TSA, they see a lot of people, but they don't see a, a superstar, or all-star every day, and maybe they just, you know, doing randoms or, or whatever. But you have to do what you have to do because so you can do what you want to do. But for you to make a uh-huh. bonehead move like this with a TSA officer, and in L.A., they just had a shooting of a TSA officer less than six months ago. And you know the authority really? of the moment. And what they said, you know, you know what your record is so far as the public in getting in trouble. It was, I believe there was a gun charge at an airport last time. Why then would you, you know, for whatever reason that, that just simply defies gravity, why would you go in there and, and, and do that, knowing that that's not, even if you were just joking, you you don't even want to do that as a joke. I mean, no, come man. on, man. You know, there, there's, there's, there's two cents, there's five cents, there's, there's 100 cents that makes a dollar, but that made no sense.
1: That you
4: know, made no sense to us. I, you yeah, I, I'm gonna have to let it unless go. Unless you were trying to prove to
1: people how much of an asshole you are. Uh, yeah, you sure.
4: know, what's crazy
3: about him, man? You know, in 2012, man, you know, you got, you know, you got DUI, and 2013 he was charged with illegal possession, you know, with assault weapon and things like that, man. It, oh,
0: it, it keeps,
3: it keeps, it, it's, it's a thing that's building up for him that maybe he's gonna be pretty much. He's. I think he is at the point right now, man, that he might miss some time in football. And and as far as I'm concerned with the 49ers, man, I made a, I made a prediction, and I'm going to stick to it. I believe this year the St. Louis Rams are going to pass up on the 49ers. I think St. Louis Rams, depending on what they do in the draft. But I just feel like along with that situation going on, then prior to that, man, I think like two weeks Two weeks after whatever, I don't know it. Before whatever, Kaepernick, you know, he's in a situation with the Miami chick, and uh, right I mean, about some sex relationship, you know, put up in the hospital bed after the night the party or whatever. Some shit, I don't know, it's crazy. But the thing about with these guys, man, is that, it, it, I mean, it's it also a big concern about NFL players, man it tells me that they have been practicing and they've been in the sport so long and they've been doing things for so long that when they get money in their hands, they really don't know how to interact and deal with people. But at the same time, maybe it'd be a flip side that people are very fragile getting near them and very kind of like expect so much and want to do so much that these guys just I don't know, man. It's a it's a weird situation, think, man. Because I I always see something. Man.
1: I think more importantly, uh, the message here is that money having money don't teach you nothing.
3: Right, right,
1: right, no. right. You What's you can hand? have all the money in the world, well, but you still need to learn
4: the basic <laughs> steps on how to walk. <laughs> hey, hey. Well, I guess the question Jamie Fox would ask about uh, Kaepernick there being a, down there in that hotel. Was it a, was it an embassy? Did he have one too many
2: drinks? I mean, well, I mean, come on, man! I mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean, honestly, do you know, man? I mean, you want know, to I mean, <laughs> know the Niners is done. As far well as I'm you're messing
4: with the coach. The front office is screwed up. screwing with a good coach. You got you got Kaepernick in this. You got all this Smith in this thing. They already have proven that they can't get over the hot past Seattle. I think they're done, man. I think they're done.
3: Yeah, I think so too. You know, you know, when it comes to these players, though, man, I think. Okay, my son's a football player, man, and he's a damn good one, man. I mean, he's yeah. He he, he reminds me of Tavon Austin, man. He's like five eight. He's a hundred and 168 pounds or whatever. He runs a 4-3 in the 40. He he he, he nice. does the high jump, man. I mean, he's 5 foot 8. And he jumps a six foot in the high jump. What I'm trying to say uh. with my son, man, he's good. But the thing about him that I come to see with him is, based off his athleticism, and what he can do, and what he, he draws a lot of attention. Like he's in out of here all the time.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: there's one time, there's one time that I got a phone call. And they were saying he wasn't responding. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? You know, and I was like, what? He's, he's saying he said, he collapsed. He's not responding. So Rush, uh-huh. I see what's going on with him. And he was okay, but what was going on was he ate some cookies. They were laced with marijuana. And oh, my,
2: wow. point,
3: but my point is, my point my, my point is, it's not to get away from the story, but my point is this, though, man. Young guys, man, they are not used to having a lot of attention and they are not loose to having Mm -hmm. money because they come from poor background because I ain't got no money. But what I'm trying to say is when they get opportunities to get all their attention, they get a lot of stuff coming at them so fast that sometimes it overwhelms them, man. Now, I'm not, I'm about to do yelling bomb. I don't know what the hell you're thinking about. But what I'm trying to say is. You know, like Kaepernick and so many They get, they get their in situations, man To where they just kind of like get overwhelmed, you know Women coming at them, you got money And you got this, you're going You have to do things You can break a beer bottle at the bar Next thing you know, you hit the fucking newspaper Talking, oh, we did this and did that There's so many different things about it So it's a tough situation I think for these athletes, man Especially me You're black, definitely more susceptible
1: guys. Yeah, you're definitely more uh, susceptible To, uh you know, people coming at you all sorts of sideways. You know, uh, folks that that uh, are not on the up and up. You know what I mean? And 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 just uh, getting taken over for show, which is which is more reason why you need, you just can't do it for yourself like this, where with, with uh, right. this guy, you know?
2: Yeah, this guy. <laughs> with this you know, guy. I,
3: I, mean, I, I, I wish I wish I was there to see that, man. No, no seriously. I, I, I mean cause, cause about it. I mean, how tall is he? How big is he, man? Because what I'm trying to say is, I, I mean, from what i told him, man, they randomly pulled him aside. And they, they were looking through his stuff, and he just yelled, I got a bomb or something. Obama, so Obama, whatever. I, mean, I, I didn't want to see the look on everybody's face. I didn't want to see. Because cause really, honestly, I'm, I don't think I would have been scared, because cause the reason why I say that, man, I mean that's are some crazy niggas out there, i think we me wrong. But they don't but they don't niggas gonna blow much yeah. no niggas got no bombs. Niggas ain't gonna blow shit. <laughs> right. But you know what I'm trying to say I just wanna know I just wanna know what the I, I would love to have been there and see what the especially on to face Chatty acting there and shit. That shit probably been kinda of funny almost, but at the same time it ain't funny. That's
1: ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, ridiculous.
3: <laughs>
1: if you were there you would have just looked at him like Man, what the hell is your dumbass problem? Because you know you ain't got no bomb. you know you ain't got no Just looking at him you know, like, man. what the hell is wrong with your dumbass?
4: But see, but see, nobody recognizes your big, oversized ass if you don't have the number Smith and the name Smith on the back of a Niner jersey. Nobody recognizes you. I mean, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it may have just been him joking around, but I mean, airport just had a shooting, uh, uh, you know, uh, whatever. The, the TSA agents are already being shady and shaky anyway. And, and, I mean, you could be Walter Payton, and they could know it, and they would still pull you over just to say, I, I, I inconvenience somebody. But you, there's certain things, man, what comes down to common sense. That african American, mm-hmm. you, can, you can't do what Johnny Reb did. You, no, you can't do what do little Billy, a little Earl, little Sally, little Jim, little Pete, a little, a little Sally do. You can't do what they do if you're African-American because there's, there's always uh, two 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 stories, two sides, two standards, two everything. And you guys, you unfortunately, mm-hmm. we're still not a society as mature enough to have graduated through, okay, we all just joking, we all just doing stuff. That's still a serious area to be in. And if something like that, knowing what your history is and, it, and it's been kind of a rather tainted, and I'm putting it mildly, you can't you can't do those jokes. You, they would have accepted it with somebody else, but you can't do those jokes.
2: But yeah, You're you up. For that.
4: hey, you know I got a question I want to ask you guys, man.
3: I saw a poll, man, and it said sixty one percent of African Americans say U.S. race relations getting worse. And this is my last topic I want to talk about. I want to talk about race relations because I saw some on television. I saw a hate crime. I saw a guy who killed two Jewish kids. or not Jewish people. Uh, it was a hate crime that happened. Man, uh, some guy. Man, I forgot. We read up more about it, but it just popped out today, man. But what do y'all think about race relations, man? Do you think it's get better or do you think it's are uh, you think it's get worse? Mm. Uh,
4: I think that they've gotten worse. Because we had a black president
2: before, before,
4: before you think I'm having A, having a, a Tazarian Moment let me clarify That it seems To me in watching And it's not and I'm not saying that because He ruined something Or he did something bad Or it was a bad thing to have a, An African American president I'm saying that to say that It seems that since we hopped that last hurdle that showed that we could do anything besides just singing and dancing and entertaining you and playing basketball. On a serious level, we showed you that we could hold the highest job in the country. It seems like they've been more racist. It seems like uh, somehow, you know, the things that this guy is doing and even asking the same things that Republicans traditionally agreed to, because we had that type of success, there's been a eight, there's been a resentment that maybe they would have gotten over it. It would have just been four years, but we had back to back years. And it's not all white people, because like I said before, mm-hmm. this being the fact that we have a show and we honor everybody that comes in and has something to bring to the table. I mean, you got right. you know you got cats like Alabaster and other cats that are really genuinely good people. We're not talking right. about them. We're talking about the percentage of the ones that, unfortunately, still run media stuff. They just had a Supreme Court decision that I was listening to about on the news where, and, and this is kind of off, off, off subject, but kind of lends to it, where they have now made a law because, you know, they allowed Obama to pass this health care thing, and, it kind of, and, and, and the guy that got elected to the chief justiceship of the Supreme Court was elected by bush and bought in by bush they've now made a law that allows rich people to control elections so then so now let's come back to where we're at the control the election the electoral process basically that for years PAC money or money for campaigning money political action committees PAC money um they didn't want it in initially because if you have rich people controlling elections, they can kind of steer how elections go, and the the common man, the regular working person, the regular common man wouldn't have a voice. Well, they just made a law up that allows them to have more control over the elective process. So how does that affect race relations in America? I say it affects us greatly because if we are pushed out of the elective process I mean, already to be honest with you, I believe the elective process doesn't mean jack shit no more because heterosexuals are under attack in America, and and I feel and I feel that, um, you know, all these laws where we we voted to stop certain actions or certain things, whether it's same sex stuff or whatever it is, we we voted. With our conscience and, and everything, and everything, you can go to the Supreme Court now and get all that flipped around in reverse, so it doesn't mean much. But when you have a situation where you can control voting, you can make it laws that make it harder for an African-American to vote, or you can come up with laws that make it where, you know, in this country, we control everything in this country but our own destiny, and that's what's the most important. I mean, it's so, you know, anybody can get a job. Now we've seen that anybody can become president if they have the right backing, the right situation, the right everything, they can become that. But still, the African-American in America still does not have the right to control the one thing that means the most to him, and that's his own destiny. You see it through the gentrification of our neighborhoods where we're being moved out in the boonies. You see it through the media still continuing to be able to, to call us niggas, but if you hiccup, you know, something goes wrong. That shooting that went on in that Jewish community center was at a Jewish community center, but they don't talk about the African American and the other children. It's not just, it's it was it's like a boy, it was not like a boys and girls club this community center, but because they, the buzzword was Jew. They didn't talk about the other types of children that were there at that shooting because whenever something happens to a Jewish person, we want to we wanna start falling all over the place and falling all out like that's the buzz where we have to start all of a sudden, you know, figuring things out. Now, what the Jews went through in, in Germany what, and, and in Europe was horrible. We know that. We know that. It was a horrible thing. But, you know, 400 years multiplied times that. So you see where I'm going with that, so I don't, I don't have to go any further with that. I think race relations have gotten worse because, like I said, there's been a great resentment that somehow we're taking over. Since he's been president, they've been slowly but surely continuing to erode the – I started with Reagan, but they've been continuously further eroding policies that would help uh, minorities in America and, in general and across the board, and we're continuing to be pushed farther and farther back. That took more time probably than I needed to. But you understand what I'm saying. I, I think that race relations have gotten worse, and I think it's because of the resentment that this man was so loved and liked by so many people that that it's gotten worse, and you can hear the rhetoric when you watch the, the, morning, the uh, Sunday morning news shows how bad it's out of control. Man, uh, as far as my opinion
1: on that, um, I don't know about worse. Uh, you know, when, when it comes to things like uh, – Uh, Race and race relations um, I've really only Been able to give my standpoint And I I can tell you this uh, None of it has changed You feel me? Um, yeah. especially, especially over here where, where me and, uh, Flossie's at, man. Like, um, they, they got this gentrification, um, pushing full steam, man. Like, I mean, it doesn't stop. You know, uh, knowing our area, uh, most of the black folks don't even live in the, uh, Portland area. They're out way on the outskirts and getting pushed further every day. You know, um, and uh where you know saying the the funny part about that is uh, back in the day uh the, the black folks uh, uh were only allowed to be uh in the downtown areas in the areas that's really popping now um you know all these uh like historical uh black areas uh that Portland has had, or at least uh you know uh the places that have been known to be the black communities are now are now um uh hold on just a second. Are now um filled with nothing but white owned uh shops and uh and uh white people who who, who now own those houses. Like, I mean they're getting the job done very well as far as the gentrification goes. Yeah, you know, this, I you know I don't know man.
3: It, it's like I like both answers, man. I mean it ain't nothing changed. I don't know what it is. It's it's to me it just seems like it, it it's it's it really the same. Nothing has changed but I think for some reason or another man I'm starting to see a lot more
2: you know, it's it's
3: very open now. It's a lot more discussions about things, There's more it's more you know, conversation. My my, my deal about about, about uh race is man. It's it's more about the mentality than the physical I mean, it's like I can see a white person, man And I know some white people and they're very cool And we come and say, we talk But the thing about it is, is though, is that I know some other white people We don't talk And we see each other, but it's a mentality they have Like they better, you know, like they're better You know what I'm saying? That same mentality goes into a lot of black folks, too. Some, uh-huh. black folks, the same, some black folks are I'm cool with, but that's something that think they're better. So the thing about it is, as though, it's like, it's a, it's a very, very, very shaky situation, man, but it's like I, I don't know how to gauge it, but what I do is I just try to make sure that the ship that I'm running or, you know, I'm controlling the people that are in it, I just try to make sure they don't catch until they get that virus on them. Make sure y'all cool, y'all respect, and y'all be cool, but understand right. know your and just know your history, man. That's the number one thing, man, because I feel like if if everybody knew their past, then you'll know your future. Because it's easy to kind of like be upset and angry and pissed off about things, but if you're not trying to learn and educate yourself. Then you find a problem, man. Because you gotta learn something, man. You yeah.
2: Have to do something, man. you know. Um, you know,
1: and, and and Norris, one thing, um, uh, you know, you put it right on, the, uh, hit it right on the money. How you know it's hard to gauge. One thing that's kind of been uh, messing with me that uh, has been hard for me to, uh, you know, specifically gauge is like, why are there so many? Why is the cluster of. Uh, these slave movies uh, coming out, you know, um, you know, this year and last year. You know, and, and, and uh black people in these submissive positions like the butler and stuff like that. You know? Um I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't understand. Man,
3: you know you, you know what tripped me out with y'all this man. It's just tripped me out. I don't know okay, if it's it my, good
1: thing or bad. Go
3: ahead. Yeah, I don't know if it is either man, but I was me and my buddy you know that I work with. He's my buddy at work. You know, he's my coworker. We security. His name is, his name is Kirk Nicholson. And the thing about it, he's a white guy. He's a white guy. And it so happened, man. We went to, you know, he said, hey, man, get these movie tickets, man. You want to go hang out, man? You know, blah blah. I said, man, no problem. So oh my God. Problem? Right.
2: right. This
3: dude, this dude, this dude took me to a movie. <laughs> Randomly, just took uh, me, man. I was, I said, let's go, bro, let's go. So we get to go to the movie. And we end up going to see the butler. Now the thing about oh, it Oh no. Check this out. Check this out. I didn't even I didn't even like know much of the butler. I didn't it was this was when it first came out. I didn't watch if it's a preview or nothing. Oh, I went in no. there, man, yeah. and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it, man. And I just looked at him like, Man, what the fuck is this, man? He said, Oh, this is the butler. I said, Man, I don't wanna see this
1: bullshit, man. What
3: the fuck is this? Right. You know, and I was pissed, man. Because thinking about, it, man. You know, I'm, I'm pissed, man.
2: He you bro.
3: Yeah, man. He's like, he's like, yo, man. You know, my my, 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 my apologies. I said, listen, man. You, we, we cool, man. But you have to understand, man. Don't 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 don't, don't throw me back years. If you, you throw me back, we ain't gonna be kicking, man. We we cool. I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm turning the P P news, and I turn the Malcolm Farah on your ass, man.
2: You
3: know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> so the thing about it was, man, is that he, he, he knows it's that he wasn't even see the butler, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that me up, man. That
1: fucked hey, me up. But hey, was the playing. Playing. Butler, man. Yeah.
3: So that's the oh, thing, man. Oh,
2: so, no. so when I
3: go to yeah, when I go to work, man, when I go to work, man, I'm always on guard, man. I'm always on guard, man. That's for the point is yeah. from that point on I say I'm gonna always be on guard because I sit here and I talk with him. But when they get to the point where they get very comfortable, they get to, they they forget, they
2: forget. Right.
3: So I have to really after really, like I said, turn the Malcolm Farrell calling in the ass. I the mean, they they back to fuck up. They like, oh yeah, okay, I, I won't mess that dude. So you know, oh, it's like it's one of those goodness. things, man. But these movies that are coming out, man, it's it's, yeah. it's really bad. But see, what's, what's what's pissing me off though about it, it's not so much of the movies, because like. The butler, I think the butler was, I think the person who did the butler was a black dude. He was, I think he was a black dude who was over it. Yeah. They, they, they came with the concept of the movie. I think either the butler or a twelve slave one of them. But the thing about it yeah. is though is that what's what's tripping me out is though is that the roles that these guys are taking, man. See, they're taking these roles, man, and they're accepting these roles. And I know it's work. You gotta, you gotta work. You, you want to make money, but they are accepting these roles. And they're doing it. And see the thing about Django, man. Okay, this is another thing about Django that people don't know about. Django was, it, it, wasn't, as like, it wasn't like the butler and it wasn't like 12, 12 slaves, but still it was a slave movie. Right. right. Okay, the thing about Django, the, the, the in-between thing about that that tripped me out when I was watching it was Jamie Fox was always under the white man, no matter what. He never got an opportunity to actually like to kill the oppressor. You know what I'm saying? He killed the, he killed a whole bunch of white guys, but he never mm-hmm. killed he never killed the main character. You know what
1: I'm
3: saying? Mhm. And
1: his white partner in the movie. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It was his white partner. It was it, it was his white partner to do all this stuff like that. He was always under a white man. It was never a situation that he was controlling. See. My thing is, man, when it comes to these movies, man, is that you need to really get to the point of making some real movies that glorify us, man, because the thing about it, man, there's a lot of movies that really, really degrade us, man, because it pisses yeah. me off, man. Like, I was suddenly watching uh, uh, this movie that Jamie Foxx did with uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. the movie that collateral, The Collateral? Right, right. Collateral you know, Damage. Okay, yeah, okay. Now, 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 the thing about that movie is this, man. If you watch that movie, man, okay, Tom Cruise was a badass in that movie. Mm -hmm. But the thing about it was is Jamie Foxx, man, he was was a nerd. He was goofy, man. He was a weird type of black dude, man. I mean, he's really weird. I mean, he was one of those guys. He couldn't even shoot the gun right. He he picked up a trash can, tried to throw it through the window, and then it didn't go through. It just stopped. It mm-hmm. may it made have looked weak, but what I'm saying is mm-hmm. we never got no we never got no uh, no no superhero movies. We never got anything strong. Only only person that we got something really strong from is either Samuel Jackson or Denzel. Denzel gets a strong part. I, right. I guess he pretty much pick his part. But the rest of these young guys, man, like Kevin Hart and them, man, they get some sucker roles to me, man. I mean, some sorry roles.
4: That's just me, man. That's what I think about when it comes to movies, yeah. man. I mean, what, what, what kills yeah. me is the only time we get an identifier towards an Oscar or anything else. Halle Berry so and Denzel get one the same year for actor, best actor, and best uh, actress. But the caveat, right, or the or the or the or the linchpin, is that she had to sleep with Billy Bob Thornton, white trash, to get acknowledged. Poor white trash, mm-hmm. and, and and yet Giddy is in jail, and as her husband, and he can't get no love whatsoever. Then Denzel no, all
6: it. i I
4: hated that movie with a passing man God it's exactly man, the, monsters, the monster's ball they jumped up about it in the crying game Well, the crying game in reality was on so man 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 meets homo cross dresser man falls in love with homo cross dresser, and it's the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread right okay. and so so that's that's the kind of shit you want to see uh, Denzel Washington he can't now being a Muslim myself, and, and, and uh, they were panicking when I was working security, they had me go down and, and uh, stand guard here in Portland, at the one of the theaters in northwest Portland of all places, where, you know, give me home with a, with a home with a home was wrong. They had the movie over there, and long story short, they're panicking, and all African Americans were doing was coming and watching Malcolm X. Now, why in the fuck would we riot? A historic black movie about a black hero, being in this case being Malcolm X. Why would black people riot? That well, see, that is the that is you know you know W C Y G. What just now noticed. at that moment? Right, W C Y B F M. What can you do for me? Well, what, what you can do for me is, is show is is depict us being riotous about a historic hero and that a movie would make us go completely off but it's perfectly okay for you to be drunk as a motherfucker at a concert like, 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 like Riley of, of, uh, of Philadelphia and scream the n-word and okay and you're still an American and still don't get punished for it but it's okay for you to do that so Denzel has he can't get an award for Malcolm X, but he gets one for being a dirty cop and and training day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or you want to give us an award for being for being a good little nigga as a slave, and, and even if we get a supporting actors uh, uh, Oscar for, um, for uh, for Glory, uh, uh the, the white dude's got to be able to slap the shit out of Denzel. You take our strongest yeah, hero, yeah. and he gets, he gets the shit slapped out of him in the movie, and yet because he endured that, he still went over the hill. And by the way, he still died before the credits rolled. You know what I'm saying? But see, yeah. this is the way you set us up. You put us in fuckery, you keep us in fuckery, and then you take these, these, these not acting white folks. You stick there in something and talk, talk about how great they are, but when we get roles, we either got to be a servant or we got to be on some bullshit. When you should have given an award for Malcolm X, you could have been for, for Spike Lee, especially in direction
2: and, and, and
4: soundtrack. You should have given an award for Lamumba. You could have given an yeah. award for you know for for you know uh, King. Uh, no, no, you King know what of, his, his you know what his yeah. first uh, award
1: should have been Devil Man. in a Blue Dress. Oh, that was exactly.
4: That was an amazing
3: movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I like
4: it was one movie. of my favorites so to this day. see, We get the monkey shine movies and that's what kills me. That's when you want to give it to us. Monsters Ball, Bomber's black woman in in, in in America at the time, actress wise. Oh, and God. she doesn't get an award unless she is getting groped and, and funneled and later poked by Billy Bob Fucking Thornton. You gotta and get she, and, 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 and it was so crazy about it, man. When I watched
3: that man, you cannot tell me. I what's so sad about it? It showed the black man going to jail, and the white man basically, and the and white
2: just
3: man gets the girl. girl. But what tripped me out with that movie? You cannot tell me they she fucked him, man. I mean, it, it, what I'm trying to say is, man, that was so. I mean, damn, man, that was that was almost pouring to me, man. That was I couldn't
1: believe that shit, man. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> It blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and the messed up part is, you can't say it was her acting that did it because she was pretty much uh, playing the same lady that she played in Babs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so it, it wasn't her acting, and she's sitting there getting an the award for that, but Whoopi Goldberg and Oprah they get nothing for *Color Purple*.
2: Yeah, exactly. Man. I, mean, oh, I don't know. guess they're fucking agreement.
4: You walk Morgan Freeman down. Right. You give him every. You give him the Cannes Award, and you give him the Golden Globe Award, right? The Cannes Award right. and the Golden Globe Award for Driving Miss Daisy. But when the Oscar comes down, you give uh-huh. Daniel Day Lewis, Last of the Mohicans, the Oscar, while, while, while Morgan Freeman walks away with nothing. Now, if you get now, okay. if it, correct me, the American musical. It goes to the American Music awards, then it goes to Grammys. If I'm winning an American Music Award and a People's Choice Award and, and I'm landsliding, how is it that I get to the Oscars and can't win the damn Oscar? Well, what I try to tell a mm-hmm. lot of people is this. The Oscars were never meant for us in the first place. And, 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 and we sit says all the time. What our host of the show mm-hmm. says all the time, is that you, and he just said a few minutes ago, is that you've got to educate yourself on what words and what things mean. The original Oscar and the original definition for the Oscar was when the Christians were fed to the lions in Rome. That was an Oscar. That was what was first defined as an Oscar because it was their entertainment, it was their theater, and the Oscar was the Christians being fed to the lions. So in reality, being that it's a Roman thing, you hear Roman names in all the movies. You see Jewish folks with, with the Judeo-Christian thing and, 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 you know, and the Romans, you know, having the cross, but were but, but, but were the ones who actually murdered Jesus, right? You sit up here and you see this, and you don't, if you don't know the history of what's going on, you don't know that what an Oscar actually really was. You expect that you should get that award, when in reality, that award was never tailored for us because the Nubians or the black men were also being fed to the lions They do the gladiator shit They beat the gladiators And then when they were done with you They fed your ass to them damn lions So in reality If you think about what Their awards mean And when you think about what In terms of what, what, it, what Words and definitions actually mean It would surprise you What you think something means and it, and it means the complete opposite It's amazing We would never intend to have that the first black woman that won an Oscar, her name was, her name was, um, was Hattie Mae. I forget what her last name was. But it was Hattie Mae something or another. And, and that's a shame, but I should be ashamed of myself. Hattie May, Hattie, thank you, Jesus. It was Hattie Mae Daniels. Hattie Mae Daniels won the first uh, Oscar award for, for, for a black woman for her movie, her, her thing in Gone with the Wind. And that woman mm-hmm. was not allowed to come and have the dinner before the award show with the white folks. But she won the mm-hmm. Oscar for and then right. on Sunset Boulevard. But was not allowed to come to the dinner that they had for the for, for the stars who started movies that won Oscars that year. So that's
2: this is what Man, I'm saying. Guess who, know, was the,
4: Go
1: ahead. guess who guess who the uh, only person was who didn't get an Oscar for Django? Who was who
2: that? that? The
1: director got one. The director got one. Um, the supporting actor got one. I, I think even Carrie uh, Washington got one. Did she get an award? An Oscar? Carrie <laughs> Washington Maybe she got one. Carol, Washington got one. Now look at her now though. She's in a scandal. She's but uh, the the only person that they didn't give it to was Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox Maybe. got no Oscar while everybody else did. Uh, I yeah. think uh, the the soundtrack won too at the Oscars.
3: Yeah, he killed too life of me.
4: You're right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, if you would have took maybe three more lashes on his back, then they may have considered it. Come on, yeah, man. Yep. 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 Like I said, don't 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 be alarmed. You know, the, I'm the producer of the show, but don't be alarmed. We talk politics, sports, and we talk fun stuff. It's fun stuff, but then at times we have serious things because until we get an understanding in this country, that everyone has a value and not who the latest gay superstar is, right, then you're going to hear conversations like this on the Flossy GZ network until blog talk, radio, or me cease to exist, whichever comes mm-hmm, first. Mm-hmm. It's a serious subject matter because you cannot continue to hide the truth because the truth at some point does come out. The truth, you know, and they say, they say the truth will set you free, so we're trying our best to to get things figured out, and to get things where we can, you know, what I'm saying, honor the best of who we are by telling the truth.
3: Let me ask you guys a question, man. Have you have you guys
4: uh, watched Hidden Colors? I haven't watched that. I'm a, for some odd reason uh, Rawhide's call got dropped, so it's just the two of us.
3: Okay, I'm gonna tell you, man. Um, now, that right there, man, is, I've seen a lot of movies, a lot of different documentaries and stuff like that, man. That That is the most powerful piece of things I have seen in years, man. I mean, it's probably be the most powerful thing I've ever seen uh, as far as black people, man. I mean, when I saw Roots, that was powerful to the point it made me mad. But this... Right here, man. It made me mad, but at the same time, I was. I it, it it created something in me, man, that I didn't know I had, man. And it's like, that's a powerful piece, man. I mean, powerful. They have hidden colors, right? They had hidden colors one, they have hidden colors out two, but they're gonna have hidden colors three coming up this uh, summer. And the thing about it, man, it's it's epic, man. It's unbelievable. Wow yeah, I mean, it's, it's really real And I advise anyone to watch it Look at the hidden colors man Because think about it man It takes you on a journey And it shows you things and it teaches you things That you you do have an idea But it really defines a lot of stuff man. And if you do your research And follow up on what they're saying man It's great man It has Kairos one in it It has uh, Tariq Nasheed in it it has Doctor Uma uh, Johnson, uh, Doctor Phil Valentine. It got, it got some great, great, great people in it, man. And the thing about it, they talk about stuff so much. And what's so crazy about it is, man, is that my uh, my kids' relative, one of them, she um, she she went to the Philippines, and she came back and she told me, she said up in the mountains they have some people who are just the same color as I am. Mm-hmm.
6: They, they they
3: they have same type, and they get a certain name for them. She told me they've been there for a long, long time. It's a lot of them. And they're up in the villages, up in the mountains. And the thing about it is I didn't pay attention to that. But until I saw this movie, man, they said it in this documentary about how all over the world there are signs
2: of us everywhere. <laughs>
3: I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Like the Chinese Wall, uh, uh, the, the you know the Sphinx and pyramids and all that kind of stuff like that. We already know that, but I'm just saying, it's so much. There's so much, and he said that African history is endless. It's so much. It's so much, man. They talk about the uh, the melanin. They were talking about the melanin and stuff, and, and man, it's just deep. It's, it's <laughs> wow. I have, I have it's powerful, powerful,
4: powerful. I'm going to have to check that out, man, because, I say, you know, I'm always interested in knowing the whole truth. And that's and not talking about the truth. I'm always interested in knowing the whole truth because, I mean, there's just so much stuff out here that we don't get That, that that's important. There's so much stuff. That that we that we don't get a chance to see, that that we, that we need to know about, and the fact that these people, um, uh, you know, don't tell us everything, it, um, you know, it, there's a reason why they don't. So what I try to do is I try to be objective as I can, and I try to try to you know, not to always read the, the the worst that things can be, but they don't never show us any signs of really caring enough about how we feel and what we think and what we, and what we actually get out of things, um, you know what I'm saying, to, to care about what we really think and how we really feel. So that, may, that then makes it difficult for me to feel your pain when you're going through something. That makes it hard for me to look at events and stuff. And then, you know, once again, it was my wife that pointed out to me, hey, look, there were more than just Jewish children in there, and it wasn't just them that they were shooting at. There were other people, but they didn't want to show it because they only want to focus on one set of people and and all this other stuff. And how can you you truly call yourself the chosen ones? That kind of makes everyone else... You know what I'm saying? Null and void. Jesus was brought to a lot of different people at different times to show different things. And that's why it's ignorant when you try to present what you were telling me today, a viewpoint to people and a viewpoint in which um, people should up you put something historic or truth bearing in, in a group somewhere and you're looked down upon for trying to do that, or you're attacked over and over again for whatever dumb reason there is that just defies gravity and doesn't make sense to you. What ends up happening is is that if you don't educate yourself enough on the knowledge of who you are and where you stand as a person within your own community, within your own self, within your own playoff bracket, so to speak, then it then then it's it's shame on you because you cannot believe every document and every transaction that's force to you and take it as a word because people use words pictures places and things and basically that's called a noun for all of you English folks out there they use people persons places and things to kind of nullify your ability to find out what the truth is because that's why they call it his story because he only wants to tell and show his story. And if you're not smart enough to differentiate the difference between truth and reality, you're in trouble. But it is truly shame on you if you decide that you don't want to seek the truth and see what it is and educate yourself on things as they are because that's how we become lost. But then when you get folks, when you try to expose that knowledge to them and they just shit on you once again, because they didn't find it or or, or discover it first, that's just the biggest travesty is not looking it up at all. Right. You know, another thing too is, man, is that I work at a school
3: and the thing about it is there's history teachers that are there and I came to work a bit and, um, the, the, my coworker, the guy that we were you know, in the same office with. One of the teachers told him, he said, hey, I just got through showing the students the film. And he said, yeah, I see you were showing them something about the Club Club's plan. And I overheard it a little bit. He said, yeah, yeah, I just thought maybe they should know that. But the thing about it, what tripped me out about it was, what is there anything? I mean, what can you show them about that? What is positive about that? I mean, like really, what do you? What can you? I mean, you could tell them it's bad, okay, but what I'm trying to say is, you are showing something and you are advertising something and letting them know there's something out there. You might a lot of kids might not like it, but you have to think that uh, as two thousand kids that go to their school, and probably had about twenty some in that class. Probably at least about five of them probably, probably had the same thinking. Probably didn't know anything that exists like that, but probably want to feel connected to something like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And it tripped me out because because my point is, though, is that when you're in school and you're teaching, when you show them the Kukos class, right. that tells me you are showing nothing but white supremacy. But you don't teach anything. You know, all the only thing you teach about black history is is, is anybody that's great, that, that you teach black history is somebody that's dead, My, Martin Luther King or anybody like that. Or you might say something about Obama, but not much. But what I'm trying to say is, like this hidden color I was talking to you about, if I was to come to him with that and, show, and give it to him and say, hey, why don't you show this to your class, I wonder would he do that. I'm going to, I'm going to challenge it. Just because I it's not about it's not about it's not about it's, not, it's really not about uh, so much of the black kids getting them to black. see it. they need to see it they they need to see it. But the white kids need to
4: see it too. I'm not understanding what the purpose of showing someone about the KKK is doing. Now I know that that uh after Ruby Ridge up here in in, in uh, Idaho, where they had the FBI come in and kick in the door, waving the folk pole, fo, "Papa don't hit me no more" on on the on the, uh, on the white supremacist movement that was going on up in here, and they of course they made a big deal out of it. I don't understand what benefit showing the KKK to high school children is going to do as so far as being Medicine or a benefit for their mind. I don't understand why, 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 why they would, uh, you know, feel the need to, um, you know, uh, expose children to that type of wherewithal. And w- what I would like to hear is what his explanation was for why he felt that that was a necessary action. Because I just don't see any benefit of showing the KKK. To, to, to students in a school. That just doesn't make any sense to me.
2: Oh, man. I mean,
3: and he's talking about, his, he's, talking about his, he's putting himself in a position of losing his job doing something like that because the thing about it is not only do black folks hate that, but white folks up here in the, in the Northwest, they don't like it either because the thing about it, it's a North-South thing. I mean, they ain't for it. They don't. They're not against it either, but they ain't for it, and they don't in they're gonna pretend it didn't exist. They're gonna ignore it. Well, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pos. I'm gonna pose that challenge tomorrow and pop that question, man. Because, man, like I said, it's an issue, man.
4: I just think it's absolutely insane that you would bring that type of. I don't even want to call it literature. Because I mean it's or a type of or education, because all that is doing is confusing the hell out of people uh making people feel uncomfortable if it was if it was uh, you know uh some kind of knee jerk or shock reaction uh thing to do, then you've accomplished your mission, but you know he said that he thought that they should see it. I would just like to be a fly on the wall when you explain to me why you thought it was necessary to show a KKK movie or a KKK film in a public school. I mean that's that's, that's insane to me that you think they would think that that would be a necessary something to do as if somebody's going to benefit, especially African American, about knowing a part of of a white American history that even white people are trying to forget about. I mean, I, I would just, yeah. I would just like for it to explain that. But, but I, mean, <laughs> I wonder,
3: but you know, you what, know, Nell? I wonder. Though, this is what I'm trying to wonder though. Are they trying to forget about it? Because what are they trying to do with these slave movies? What are they doing discussing the N word? It's almost like they're reminding us or something. Because I, because when it, cause when we think about. I was thinking at the point in time they were trying to do things to make us forget about it. They didn't want to talk about it. It was a point in time they didn't want to talk about it. It was a hush, hush, hush thing. But now it's not.
4: It's like It's like you're reminding of what you consider for yourselves as the good old days. For y'all. Not for us. (laughs) You know? Right, right.
3: Yeah, you're right. The good old days,
4: right. You know, because, I mean... I, you know I'm I'm, I'm' I'm kind of stuck for words and that doesn't happen to me very often, but I'm just trying to run through my mind and maybe I should stop it because if I start to think like you, then I'm in trouble. You know what I'm saying as far as I'm doing that, if I start figuring out what they're thinking, that means I'm thinking like them and, and that's something that i just I just don't pattern myself so you got to understand something about me i was I was raised in Chicago directly under Elijah Muhammad. Mm-hmm. And I was never told as a child that I was less than a white person, so I don't have a- a, a mechanism that puts white people above me in any kind of way i right, right. I, 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 was, I was always told from jump street i mean I'm part of Master number number one number number two master number one was in Detroit, where where Elijah first actually started out at. So when I sit up here and I see this type of predominant, dominant, we're calling them real, another brother saying forget how you feel, uh, when I look at that and I see, you know, you, you're coming up with something like that, like that is the only thing that you have left to reach out for or, or, or that's what you want to display, it just makes me wonder what lesson a, a African-American child is supposed to get out of you showing the kkk and 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 i and i can't find one because i think that the whole Thought process behind it was so ludicrous and and so completely unnecessary and so foul i mean there's there's no viable reason why you would think that showing uh uh a, a children or or a, a study room with children of different nationalities something about the kkk I think that that's a abhorrent a, a and beastly, but it just goes to show that that's that lack of respect. I mean, you're doing things. This is why why parents homeschool their children now, and why they're and why more and more people are drifting away from the educational system because you know the lunatics are running the asylum. That's why they don't have the kids coming to school.
3: Yeah, man. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the discussion up tomorrow, man. Because I really I caught I caught the tail end of it, man. I didn't understand what they were talking about, but I did hear KKK. I did hear him say they were watching the KKK. But I'm gonna bring it up. I'm gonna bring it up again, and I'm gonna ask it the question, man. Because I'm gonna ask him, man. Because I'm I'm good at dealing with that, man. But what I'm gonna do now is this, man. We can go ahead and wrap this show up, man, and. Um, Okay. The thing I want to do is, man, is that what I'm going to do is I want you to go and I'm going to tag you in the other site, my, you know, my other group. I'm going to tag you. I want you to, get, I want you to watch Hidden Colors. But um, I'm going to end show up, man. I want to say this to everybody that's, that's listening. Uh, feel free to call in. I mean, we have a good show. We have a good time. We are dying for a little ladies to call in. I want to talk to you. Hear me, lady, I want to talk to you. Please call in. Tell me your problem. I ain't Dr. Phil, but I'm a doctor that will. Tell you what's going on.
2: (laughs) Holla.
3: On that show right now, we're going to get out of here, wrap it up. It's been good. And all I want y'all to do is just uh, holler, sugar, and call back tomorrow. We out. Good night, folks. Good night.